And hi again, everybody. Uh, this is Oz. We're, we're going to finish the Alien game today. I swear it. I promise. I said three sessions when I first pitched this. This is session three. I, I also said two? I also said two. I said two two sessions, three at the most. And here we are at session three. So last time we ended off with Donovan, with Jack, and with Aces in the research facility arguing while outside Miles had sabotaged the sh- all of the escape venues, vehicles that you have. The trucks, the shuttle, they're all wrecked. Dick. Uh, right. Night has fallen. The fog has rolled in. As I said on KV 1113, that is the curious atmospheric condition is that a fog roll, thick fog every night. Very strange. Uh, so he is currently feigning injury while he is being hunted by something in the mists. And deep below in the engineer ship, which there's an engineer ship that three of you know about because uh, Mavis is there with a facehugger sample who is currently looking for a way out. Both the facehugger and Mavis are looking for a way out. Yes. And uh, meanwhile, uh, the scene opens in a boardroom on Counterweight Station. And there is a man there and a woman there. Both of them are executives with Wayland yutani And both of them have flimsies uh, talking about this research outpost and the representative, James Johnson, that they sent to oversee it. And the man says, looking at its projections, this place will be mildly profitable at best. Why did we even send somebody here? And she says, you know why. But I'm sure that he doesn't. And then he says in response, should we send a team? She sighs. Yeah, send the team. Um, Get them there in four hours. And then in the top left hand of the screen, timer starts. Zero four colon zero zero. Camera fades out. Comes back in. The research station. Everything is lit up. The computers are whirring. Aces and Jack are kind of having an argument as they're trying to find out where where Mavis went. Jack has lifted something from Aces. Jack, do you remember what that is? Uh, It's totally the thing that's going to catapult my career because it is the secret information that Mavis has been working on on a data pad that her cohort and spy had tried to hide from me. Yes, and Aces, you are trying to find Mavis. How well has that been working for you? Uh, That blue's been going super great. Um, I was just lifted the the item, the document, the, the pad, whatever it was, was lifted. I think we're still like we, we contacted Mavis. We knew that she's an underground 
that's about it. We know that she's underground. We know kind of sort of like the general direction she could be in, but no clue beyond that. Right. And meanwhile, Donovan is keeping watch in the hallway. How has that been going? Frightening. I can imagine. There's there's been some interesting noises that have been coming down that uh, that hallway with the turn that leads down to the the big hole in the basement that you told the two adults about, and they did absolutely nothing with the information. Yeah, it's typical. It, it is typical. Van's not going there. He's not. Not by himself, anyway. Well, that's fair. That's fair. What if what if something came to you though? That's a good question. Let's hope it doesn't happen. Well, why don't you give me an observation and wits? I should open up my character sheet first. You should. Look at this. Me being a slacker, not being ready. Ugh, what kind of player am I? The kind that puts Caesar dressing on pizza. Yeah, it's delicious. Two successes. It's all coming together. (laughs) All right, well, two successes. First... I will tell you what you see. And that is a shadow on the wall past the the, the dog leg turn that leads towards the basement. And this shadow is unlike any that you've seen. The head is elongated. It looks almost like a, a very long like egg sitting on eight feet of of skeleton. You see the shadows of hands that are like sharp claws. And you can hear this strange hiss, like, you know, there's a leak in a hose somewhere. But it's, it's coming from that direction. Now, you got two successes, and that second success will... Let you ask one of these questions, and I will give you a truthful answer. Those options are, is it coming for me? Are there more of them? How do I get past it? You may ask one of those mm-hmm. questions. <laughs> so, yeah, do I hear any more of them close by, or can I, I guess is what I'm going to ask. Yes, you can ask that. And the answer to that is yes. Uh, can I ask like extras on that? Like, is it more down that same direction or from other directions? You are hearing it from other directions. There's a door that is it a like a auto open door or is it a swing door? Uh, in the research station, they are auto opening doors. Uh, there are also the small windows in like. You know how if you're in a basement, you have those very small egress windows that are just like up on the top. They're like a quarter window. Yeah, sort of like window well sort of things. Yeah, like a window yeah. well. Um, so there are those. And you hear a muted version of the hissing coming from there. And you swear that you see just like this black chitinous limb flash by one of those windows for a second. Uh, Dad, I think there's things out here and out there. Things? What things? Things that ate your eye, but bigger. 
he looks over to Aces. Finish this conversation later. We 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 we've got to find Mavis. I mean, I just that's 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 something to do. I don't I don't know what the answer is. We're, we're, he's kind of freaking out. Man, how much stress do you have? I mean, like on the character sheet, I don't I don't think he has. Uh, oh, we're up to like three. Okay, so you're, you're you're potentially freaking out. Yeah. Um, just three. It doesn't sound like that doesn't sound like much. It's fine. <laughs> um. All right, we need a plan. I've, uh, maybe I can I can trace her. Uh, I don't know if you're better with, better with computers than me, but maybe we can trace her signal and and use it to locate and or, or track it like the way that she went. If memory serves, I knew her location, and I tried to tell you a false location to get you to separate, so that I could, you know, do that is behind your back. That oh, is correct. Okay. So, what 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 location did you tell Aces that was the proper lo- that was that location? I uh, was it the one that was out by where she was drilling, or was that where she actually yeah. is? Um, yeah, sorry. you told her out in the field, be near like a maintenance shed near where she was drilling. There was the the maintenance shed. We can go. We can get a vehicle. We can drive out there. It'll be safer than walking. It'll be easier than walking in this way. If she's injured, we can put her in the truck and drive her back. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, should, should we should we go that way? Let's let's go. But I th- I saw the entrance just down the hall over here where there was creepy things coming. Well, let's go the other way then. Hide after you, man. So at this point, you have three decent directions that you can go. One, you can head towards the basement where that is where Van saw the shadow. You can go out to the exit, which is where Van saw things outside. And then there's also the vehicle bay where you crashed and and wrecked the uh, flatbed when poor Space Cow gave birth. That flatbread is coming out of his, you know, his stipend. Oh, flatbread sounds delicious. Look, if, if, if Van saw something, you know, over there and over there, maybe we should get in the truck. At least it would offer us some protection. If we can get it to, I mean, it should still run. I believe that's what I just said. Let's go. I. I'll drive. Okay, well, Aces, can you shoot? I mean, I've done it in the past a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm an eye shot. I've, you know, grew up in a rural area. I've used a gun or two. I, I snort as you say you grew up in a rural area, because of course you did. Uh, you're, you're probably better with this than I am. And Van's going to hand over the pistol. Uh, yeah, so, uh, thanks, kid. Let's roll out. All right. Uh, So as you hit the hallway, you happen to glance down to where Van saw the shadow. And I am pleased as H.R. Geiger counter to tell you that the shadow is no longer there. Instead, it is about two and a half meters tall. Um, it looks like it is made of chitin. 
It has an elongated head. It has teeth upon teeth. It looks like it's dripping something that is just eating through the floor, and it's got a whip-like tail as long as it is. It's standing upright at the end of the hallway. Claws outsplayed. Everybody take one stress. Fire. We're shooting this thing. Go team. Come on. Come on, Isis. Go team. You said it. I do it. Fire it. We're opening fire. Suppressing fire. Is it a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, suppressing fire is indeed a thing, but I'll have the pistol. I will, Tam. So, uh, is this, is this a roll ranged combat deal? Yes, it is. Uh, and it, it'll automatically include stress, right? So here we go. Come on, buddy. No, no, oh, there we go. Uh, oh, wait, that's bad. Oh, God. Oh, that's real bad. <laughs> that's especially bad. So, uh, add one stress and then do a panic roll. I need a stress. The kid has more dice than you on a ranged combat. <laughs> it's, it's, is 11 good? No. <laughs> I think, but I 11 GM, is fantastic, but not he, for you. See, see, Bamps? He thinks it's great. Oh, not for me. I think this is perfect as well. Oh, 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 okay. Um, So I take that back. You don't, you don't gain, you, you lose a stress. So, aces, you see it, you square up, you're ready to go. And Jack and Donovan's stress is going to go up one while yours goes down one as you turn and bolt to find cover. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he misses. It's like, ah, he just turns around and bolts. We're we're, we're, we're going. We got to live. You don't don't even fire. You just like, you point the gun, you're like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's. We're, we're, yeah. Aces is done, y'all. Aces is ready to go home. I mean, so I'm about to also be done. <laughs> uh. So yeah. There you go, Jack. Uh. Your employee, had, instead of firing at the drone that is slowly advancing, has uh bolted for the vehicle bay. Is following orders. Yeah. He's just doing it in the more efficient way. Um, is the drone between us and the vehicle bay, or is it between us and the other direction? Uh, it is between you and the other direction. Okay. Well, then I will grab Donovan by his shirt and start running after aces. That is fabulous. If you can, let me check here. Put down my bookmark so I have my stats for my Xenomorph. I would like to see a mobility roll. From? Um, what I'm trying to look at here is for mobility, there is a group roll. And whoever has the lowest mobility with agility score will do the roll. That's not me. I have a three. Yeah. I have a three agility, two mobility. That's five. You have five. You are also not there. You have run away. Oh, okay. Oh, I have eight. So, so well, then, uh, Jack, you get to roll the mobility. I'm going to go ahead and uh, push that roll of zero successes. Uh, Please do. Oh, there you go. 
So two two successes is fabulous. Um, you are able to grab Van and Hustle, and you are outrunning this this xenomorph, which, if it could give a look of surprise, probably would. Uh, but it stops for a second as all three of you bolt, and then it drops into a pursuit position, and you hear it screech. And the screech echoes along the hallway, and you can feel that the hallway plates vibrate as it starts to move after you. And it's moving fast. You can feel it moving fast. You're through the door into the vehicle bay, and the door, auto door slides shut behind you, and you hear it shriek again as it's growing closer towards the door. Did Aces make it in, too? Aces indeed did make it in. He's sought cover. He has his gun trained on that doorway. You're lucky he didn't pull the trigger when you ran in. If I had had the opportunity, I would have run in the other direction and left him with the alien. Uh, I'm sure you would have. Aces will now, uh, now that he is safely at the vehicle, will we'll yell encouraging words. Come on, you can make it. Come on, keep going. Slide through the doorway and then up against the wall as uh, we're safe for the moment. Can I lock this room down now? You can. In fact, the building was initially on lockdown. And yeah. you have the administrator key. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And the door locks down, and you hear the locks engage just as something that weighs more than you and Van put together slams into it. And the door doesn't buckle, but you swear you see a small dent in it. You can hear the claws, metallic claws, screeching against that metal. We we gotta get the fuck out of here, man! Are there any trucks here? There is a flatbed that is currently on its side. There are the remains of a space cow on the back of it. This is and the uh, has a winch on the back, right? That's the one that has the winch on the back. Yes. Okay. Does Aces know of any other way to get off this planet than the uh, the sabotaged um, was it flight pod, whatever it is, the shuttle? Yes. The shuttle. Yes. So all three of you know that if you have a working vehicle or if you have crazy legs that work real good, there is a Marshall station about an hour away as the dropship flies, which will take probably about, I mean, in your panic, it'll probably take you about an hour to get there because you will just ramp down on the accelerator and, you know, get you there. But we don't. We don't know. However, the shuttle has been sabotaged, right? Uh, that that miles did that, and we've never. So, where where is the shuttle in relation to this bay? So, in relation to the bay that you are in, the shuttle is probably about seventy-five meters away. It is near the communications building. Um. 
out by the maintenance sheds. It's close to the maintenance sheds because that makes sense for it to be there because that's where you refuel it and that's out of the way so you don't blow dust over everybody in the colony. And the shed that I that Aces believes Mavis to be in, is it like we're in the triangle is well beyond that triangle. Um the shed oh. that Mavis is under, allegedly, is out in the field. You're probably talking 250 meters to 400 meters. Okay, and, and Ace is under the belief that going there would allow him access to her, hopefully. Correct. Right. Okay. <laughs> Look, man, let's, 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 let's get this thing turned over. Maybe we can use the winch to, to, to flip it. We can go get Mavis. We go to the shuttle. We get the hell out of Dodge. Are there rafters in the thing that we could hook the winch to to try and straighten it out? There are indeed. Uh, I can try climbing up to hook the winch up if someone can loosen it. And then we can something. All right, come on, Jack, help me. We'll, we'll pitch it up to him. I, I would reluctantly help between looking at him, looking at the truck, looking at the drastic amounts of damage that have happened here and the door that is shaking ever so slightly occasionally. Funnily enough, the door isn't shaking anymore. It is. I I have poor depth of perception now. Right. Man, the RP on this guy. I only half saw that coming. Uh, it's me too. Is that a mobility roll? Yes, it is. Uh, what's the assistance things? What's the what? Never mind. He's got a million successes. I got three successes. So not only are you able to get up there, but with extra um, with extra successes, you can give a success to somebody else in the same situation as you, which doesn't apply uh, unless somebody gets treed. Uh, you can gain a plus one modification to a later skill roll relating to this one, or you can just do it sick like and impress people. Uh, I imagine he has to like hang upside down from the rafters only using his legs to reach the hook. So he's hanging upside down and then lifts it up and hooks it around. So it's just sick like. Excellent. So yeah, you have a winch that is tied around a rafter. It is the other end is tied to the truck. And you can start winching. So give me a uh, strength and heavy machinery roll, and then somebody else will have to give me what's an observation. I can do the what's an observation. I think yeah, I think uh, Aces is taking points, so you needed a strength and, and heavy machinery. Heavy. Yes. There we go. Excellent. So, um, normally this would be a turn, so two to five minutes. You have two successes on heavy machinery, so we are going to cut that in half. So a round is five to ten seconds, a turn is five to ten minutes, and a shift is five to ten hours. In this case, you're going to get it done in two minutes. But Jack looks away from the door long enough to see that the air vent system that is his bane, where he lost his eye, is shaking. And he can hear something coming down the vents. Draw my gun. Make sure it's good to go. 
Excellent. So while the vent continues to shake, and there is a low shriek that everybody is familiar with as they just heard it, the camera will cut, and we are below ground, where it is unusually quiet. And Mavis Jackson is traveling down undulating hallways that look more like going down like the the throat of some alien beast. And she has a canister in her arms that occasionally bumps and jiggles like something is trying to get out. I won't let it get out, though. I need it because we have to study it. You haven't heard anything from aces, though, in a little bit. The last thing that you heard is that they were coming to get you, but you should also be looking for a rope. Yeah, I don't see the rope, but I should probably tell him, like, I can get myself out of this. He just needs to prep the prep the, the my research bag because um, I, I really, really need to get back there. I think it's this way. Right. And so as you step through the entryway, uh, the door of the entryway is one of those, um, um, like an iris. And so it, the, the, the door splits and pulls into the walls and you walk into, out of this hallway into this, this larger room. And on the ceiling above you, you see a bunch of, of blisters, for lack of a better word. And there's probably, you know, about a dozen of these blisters and they're in various states of illumination. Um, of, of the dozen, about nine of them are lit up this, this bright yellow. Two of them are, are dark, they're black. And as you're watching, one is slowly starting to brighten from this, this dark red color towards more of a, a, a friendlier amber. And all around you, um, the, the architecture is alien. Obviously, but the way things are set up, they kind of remind you of uh, kind of like engineering. Things get done here. There's there's a feeling of of power here. Something that sets your hair on on its end gives you the goosebumps. It's absolutely beautiful. I want to take pictures and try and beep a- aces. See if he, he, he they have to see this. Well, fortunately, your your communication device has has a little camera in it, but you'll have to put down your specimen container. No, no, I'm not. I'm. I can't do that. Um, I, I can I hold it? Can I like hold it really, really tight to me and just kind of crouch down? You know, is that I don't want to put it down. I still need to keep it in my hands, but I can I can free a hand so I can use my 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 communication. I can do this. You know, I think I think you can. Let's let's do a. Um, I don't I don't need a comtech to take a picture, but I will need a, a mobility and agility in order to keep hold of your specimen and keep it safe while you're taking these pictures. First, that is an amazing number of successes. Second, and it is unfortunate, you did roll a one. And if you roll a one on a stress die, no matter how many successes you get, we do have to do a panic roll. So you'll have to add one stress and then roll on the panic table. 
13. Okay, so the good news is your stress is going to go back down by one. But a 13 on the panic table means that you flee. So these, this room is amazing. It's beautiful. There's definitely something happen, happening here. There's a reaction. The air is electric. And then there's a flash of fear in, in the lizard brain that, that you have that says, this is wrong. This is dangerous. Get out. And immediately you're, you're bolting out of this room. You're heading for the, the closest doorway that you can find. You're, you're out of here. You're done mad at myself the whole way too because i i got a i i just don't feel very comfortable here but i need to be here so i'm just no 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 damn it no 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 to the door and trying to get out so the door to its credit opens right away as you run through and your lizard brain finally communicates to the rest of rest of you saying it's not lighting up because it's good it's lighting up because it wants to explode. So you are in a structure that is rigged to blow and it's almost time for it to go off. And you see that it's large enough and there's enough electricity in the air that when it goes, it's taking everything with it. And this is why you're running. This is bad. This is so bad. I have to, I have to, to warn Aces. He's got to get the shuttle ready or something. We got to get out of here. I'm taking this with me, though. So do you call him on your phone? Yes. Aces, through the, uh, through the sound of the winching and the, the banging and clattering that's going on, you hear Mavis trying to tell you something. He'll, he'll like fumble for it, and like he's trying to get it as he's hearing the uh, the audio come through. It's like Mavis, Mavis, how, how, are you okay? What's happening? No, it's bad. It's gonna it's gonna explode. It's the, the, this whole the whole place. You gotta you gotta get the shuttle ready. You have to. Where's the rope? Um, so there's supposed to be a rope. We're, we're we're working on it, and uh, and oh, go ahead. No, no, you go, keep going, keep going. We're we're working on it. We're trying to get this. We're, we're trying to get the truck ready. We're going to go to the shed. Uh, you know, Jack said that you're below the shed, and we can like go from there down to where you are and, and get you the hell out of here, and then to the shuttle. Like, does does that make any sense? Do I know if I'm like under the shed anymore? So when you finally slow down for a moment, and the lizard brain shuts the hell up. You see that you are in a hallway, much like the one that you were originally in. But you do see a hole in the ceiling and a rope, just like Ace has said. Holy shit, I found it. Oh, my God. Oh, get the shuttle ready. I'll just I'll, I'll have to I'll, I'll have to meet you there. Are you sure you go straight to the shuttle? Yeah, I think it's. This whole place is going to explode. It's going to be bad. We oh, got to get out of here. I, Jack, Van, we, we, she's going to meet us at the shuttle. Okay, she's she's going to climb out. Let's kick the tires and light the fires. So speaking of climbing out, uh, Jack, you see a long, 
trio of claws reach around the edge of the vent opening. And then you see another trio. So anyway, I started blasting. Fabulous. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, did these guns have a bonus dice to them? Two bonus dice. Okay, so I, uh, I'll just roll 2d6. Doesn't matter. Uh, what does matter is that I need you to add one stress and roll panic, because you have rolled a one on your stress die. A nine! Nice. No! Uh, so, you, uh, you're stressing out. I mean, this is, this is a thing. Your stress level is going to go up by one. Yep. And you, you got to, you got to. So you, you grab that gun with both hands and you sight down the, down the sights with your one eye and you open fire. And even Mavis can hear over the phone the sound of gunshots. And I need to roll a defense, which is that. Uh, since you got one success, damage is going to be one, and it connects. So the bullet uh, pierces the side of the vent. You hear something screech, and you see something spit out of the hole that you just made. And the uh, the fluid hits the floor and starts sizzling. It's sizzling through the uh, through the vent as you have wounded whatever it is. But you have dropped something in doing yeah. because you grabbed it with both hands. You have dropped your administrator key. You know, and here I was thinking dropping the gun would be bad. I had one of three things that you would drop, and that was the first one that came to mind. Well, shit, I need that. Uh, you do. And you bend down to grab it just as you hear another screech and something comes through the vent. And then we'll cut to outside where the dim sounds of gunfire and screeching are heard in the distance in the fog. But we look on the ground where there is a pair of boots attached to legs, attached to a body. And Miles is laying there convincingly looking like he's been attacked by something. He's got some blood coming from the forehead. Uh, he's kind of splayed that leaves his maintenance jack close, but for all intents and purposes, he has been knocked out. And nearby, there is another sibilant hiss as there is something in the fog, large and alien. That is watching him. Aware that there is something there? He is aware that something is there. He has been listening for it and to it for several minutes. Because you're not actually injured, are you? I am not actually injured, no. And you know what your orders are. No, you don't want me to do that. Oh, that would be insanity. Oh my god. Okay. Um... How close is it? Um, it's getting closer. Like it would be at at short range, but it is starting to creep up on you 
and it will be an engaged range in um, probably about 25, 30 seconds. Kind of sniffing, sniffing you out, seeing what you're about. I'm going to continue to lie perfectly still. Appearing as if I'm not even breathing. Okay. Can you give Let's me a what's, does. what's an observation? Whoops, an observation. Success. One success is all you need. I love this game. So you've got just just a, an eye barely open to peek. It looks like your your eyes are entirely closed, but you can also sense it. As a trio of claws reaches towards your head as if it is going to gently grab you and drag you away. And you will be able to react as you will before it touches you. Do do I have a camera on my person like Mavis has on her person? You do. Can I begin to use said camera to take pictures of said creature as it does what it's doing? You know, for HR. For HR? Mm. For HR Geiger counter? Yes. Yes, you can. Um, if you're going to do it sneakily, then I would need a mobility roll. Mobility and what? Agility? Uh, yes. Ouch. Here we go. Ah, yes! So, very quietly, and it, it doesn't even really realize it, you have the camera out and you're taking quiet pictures. As it reaches forward and the claws caress your head, and you feel the pressure as it starts to press down, and you can hear the hissing and crackling and, and, and clicking from its throat as you, you feel its head just getting so close. These pictures are amazing. You hear it hiss. And after a long moment, it just turns away and vanishes in the fog, leaving you lying there motionless. Just a big smile on Miles is going to wait until it's far enough away, and then he's uh, going to slowly get up. And, um, hmm. I will reiterate that you did hear screeching and gunfire yeah. in the direction no, of the research perfect. facility. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, where's the armory? Uh, the armory's in the other direction. It's on the other side of the uh, communications shack. Let's go over there. Um, all I have is a wrench. Um. I'm going to need to get a little something. As I recall, I said there were a couple of pistols, a couple of shotguns, a trank rifle. The, when you get there, the pistols are gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the shotguns are still there. Mm -hmm. And you see that the riot control armor and stun batons are also gone. Okay. Um, there's no, like, uh, anything explosive, is there? Um. Grenady type things. I will tell you Boom. what. If you or anybody else can justify to me, or in this case to the company, why you would have explosives of any kind at this facility, I will say yes. Um, I have to remove landmass to put this stuff down, and we have to clear roads out, which sometimes means getting rid of hills. I would have something that can blow up land. 
I could also see some kind of backup jerry cans of some kind of fuel for something, be it the uh, the trucks or like a super backup generator or something like that. Or Poss- s- possibly or even like um, also some kind of industrial lubricants or oils might be flammable. You also need C4 to get rid of gophers. Gophers. Also, if we have fertilizer and lots of ca- space cow shit. I just like blowing shit up, like personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I have received more than enough justification. So I will tell you as, as Geiger counter to, to my players that you have uh, crates of dem- uh, construction demolition charges. Okay. Um, you also know that there are barrels of fuel oil. There is plenty of fertilizer out there. And um, if you want to make incendiary charges, you know how you have the regular detonation charges. That's fine. If you want to try and make some sort of contact explosive, we can have a roll for that. This whole place is a powder keg, I've just realized. I would like to kind of maybe uh, rig up a... a detonation and charge on like a, a fuel barrel and kind of place those around out in the fog and then put a, a radio on it and kind of like play my voice through that radio and see if I can draw them. And then when they get near, boom. Okay. So for that, what do I got to roll? Um, I will need a heavy machinery roll. Okay. Which is attached to strength. Mm-hmm. Two successes. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, not only will you be able to to rig this, you will do so in half the time. Now, I would say it would be a turn of work for every barrel. So we'll say it's a turn of work for two barrels. Okay. How many would you like to make? Well, let's see. One was by me, and they were shooting at something over there. So there's at least two. So I want at least two. Okay, so that will take you five minutes to rig okay. to do two. And let me know where you'd like to place them. And that's what you're going to be doing as um, as a the, the same xenomorph that was chasing this chasing this intrepid trio into the vehicle bay is now tearing apart the air vents. It's bleeding some sort of acid, and it looks pretty pissed at you, particularly Jack. So you shot it. So you you did just shoot it. So Aces is running the winch. Donovan is up on the ceiling, and Jack just shot it. So Jack just went. Donovan or Aces? What are you two doing? Can I yell for Donovan to pick up the access card? Yes. Cool. Donovan, get the card. We need it. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> okay, jump in, jump in. We gotta go. Is the car even upright yet? Yeah, I thought it was upright. Yeah, I didn't know. We, it, was we gonna, to. it was going to take you two minutes, and in one minute is when the drone came out. So the drone is out. Oh. So I will tell you this. It's even odds right now. If you give me a heavy machinery roll and you don't fuck it up, then you can cut the cable and let gravity do its do its thing. We gotta hurry up. Here we go. 
I'm going to cut the cable. Come on, team. Oh, thank God. You did it. One success <laughs> is all you need. Good job. So the flatbed slams to the ground, right side up. Now, I I don't remember, and Jack will be able to remind me. Did you take the keys out of it, Jack? Um, he did, and he put them away. And he put them away. Yeah, because that's where they're supposed to be. Because that's where they're supposed to be. Fortunately, they're in the vehicle bay, but they're not in the truck. But Ace is, they were, he probably put them in the dash or like wherever. So like he's ready to, ready to go. It's like, where's the, where's the goddamn keys? <laughs> where they belong for corporate standards. Plow, plow, plow. <laughs> That's a goddamn key, you corporate flack. <laughs> Don, Donovan, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, how high is the ceiling? Would it make sense for me to jump out? Uh, if you jump, you do run the risk of, like, rolling your ankle or something. You won't die unless you just, like, swan dive onto the concrete. It's a flatbed. Just up in the back of the flatbed. Um, so it's not an ungodly height, right? It's Correct. It's maybe 10, 12 feet. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Um, so yeah, he's going to jump quickly out of the uh, off rafters or whatever we're going to call them um, and get the thingamabob, the cart and then try and dash for his skateboard which he would have left near the side where he climbed up. Okay, so I will need a mobility roll again. Add plus one because you did get an extra success last time. And another three. Oh, my God. Okay, so I don't know. You, like, backflip off of this thing. But all of the things you asked that you could do, you will be able to do. So how do you do them? Uh, so he, uh, Donovan will jump out of the rafters, take a bit of a roll, right, right to Jack's feet where he dropped the key pass, pick it up, dash over to his skateboard and then hop into the back of the pickup, like just vault over, like vault into it from the side. Not bad. All right. It's slick as hell. Okay. Um, So meanwhile, while this is happening, Jack is firing at the Xenomorph. The Xenomorph charges Jack screeching all the while. Now, with xenomorphs in the alien system, this is really neat because I don't have to think about what they're going to do. I just have to roll a 1d6, and the book will tell me. I have rolled a 4. Number 4 is ready to kill. The xenomorph grabs its victim, its inner jaws poised to strike. I will roll the attack with 10 base dice. If it hits, you are count as grabbed, and you will need to make an opposed close combat roll against 10 base dice to break loose. The victim and all friendly characters in the same zone, so all you three, will make immediate panic rolls. And unless Jack breaks free, he is going to get headbit the next round. I have rolled a single success. Hooray. Which means that Jack is now grabbed. 
give me a close combat roll, which is linked to strength. Before I add stress from the attack, or...? You will add stress from the attack. Oh, also, everybody does need to make panic rolls. Okay. Uh, we uh, make a panic roll with one extra stress? No. No, okay. So I'm at six, I tick over to seven, and then make my close combat roll. Right. Uh, okay, Aces is frozen, looking for the keys and watching this happen. Um, your stress will go up by one, Vans will go up by one, and Jax will go up by one. I'm like adding so much stress to my team. Sorry, y'all. No, that's how this game works. That's how this game works. Uh, Jack, if you can make a panic roll for me. Thirteen. Um, I don't think I can do that. Uh, you won't attack any. You are not allowed to make it a retreat roll if you have an enemy at engaged range when you flee. So you want to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't because you're grabbed. However, let me roll 10 dice. Okay. So when it comes to opposed rolls, whoever has more successes wins. Now, you can't flee. You're not allowed. But you did make your opposed close combat roll. So you are able to break free and not get headbit. But this thing is right there. And you have to stay in engaged range until the next round. Oh, yeah. He's back on his butt trying to backwards crab walk away from this thing, but it's it's not working out. Those nice shoes are coming back to haunt him. They are. They can't find any purchase against the metal ground. So, aces. Well, 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 welcome back. All right, so this is part two of the finale. Uh, we were going all right until Craig and Giark decided that they didn't want to anymore. So where we left off, Miles was going to lead them towards the other explosive barrel that he had set up after uh, Aces had run over the first one and killed himself. And this one is over by the grain elevators. So what you remember and what I remember about the grain elevators is that at one point they were actually used for storing grain. So they are filled with grain dust. Yay. Yay. So miles. Um, are you trying to get there with a maximum of noise or a minimum? Um, I can do maximum of noise because I want them to follow. Okay. In that case, um, give me a stamina and strength roll. One sec. I was just finishing up making my drink. It's important. I needed another bourbon and soda. Uh, very important. Stamina and strength? Yes. Stamina and strength. Oh my god, four successes. That's amazing. Uh, so, Jack and Van, you can hear Miles yelling uh, in the direction of where that fireball came from. And you can hear all around you hisses and howls of beasties moving after the mechanic towards the grain elevators and away from the shuttle pad. 
I know. You're a hero. Mavis. You have managed to climb this rope and against all odds, even I don't know how, but I think it's really neat. You've managed to get your specimen container and yourself all the way up that rope, and you find that you are in the basement of the research facility with everything lit up and all this cool stuff happening. And it seems kind of quiet, although you did feel the ground shake and you hear some dim yelling outside. But my power's back on? But your power's back on. Awesome. I want to cover up this hole. I don't really want anything coming back out of it after me. So there's, um, you know, it's a research facility. You're in the maintenance area. There is a rack with, like, a bunch of stuff on it. And you could probably just, like, tip over that rack and, and fill the hole with junk. Perfect. Tip over the rack. And with a cacophony of metal against metal, the hole is now blocked and your ears are ringing. I want to try and contact Aces and let him know where I am. Okay. Uh, So you yell into your phone for Aces and nothing happens. What the hell? Um, I want to try and contact uh, Miles. Uh, Miles, do you have your uh, your phone on? Uh, if it's on, it's it's not like I'm gonna answer it. I'm a, I'm a bit occupied right now. So you can hear Mavis asking for you as you are yelling and running towards your barrel with four or five drones in close pursuit. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't I can't take a call. Okay, so uh, Mavis, there's no answer. Son of a bitch! I have to, I guess, head to. I, I really do. This place is gonna ex- explode. I think. I, I wonder if there was a way to. I have to get to the shuttle. I'm gonna try and head there. Okay, heading to the shuttle is good. However. The door is locked, and it is not responding. This is just, I mean, it's like everything that I've ever wanted, but it's also my nightmare at the same time. Um, I'm going to put my specimen down and try and work on the computer, see if I can bypass and open the door. Uh, Okay. Can uh, you give me a heavy machinery and strength? Ooh. Um. You will need to add one stress and make a panic roll. Nine. Uh, ooh. Hmm. So, it's it's a stressful time. It is. You know that the ship or whatever it is below you is about to explode. The door is locked. And as you make your way over to the computer system to fix it, you see that it has a large warning sign that says uh, facility locked down, administrator privileges only. And then you hear the clatter of something hitting the floor, like metal hitting metal. And you look, and the bottom of the specimen container has fallen off. 
and your prize has just skittered out of the way. Oh fuck! 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 I, I can I trap it? Is there uh, is there a bowl? I'm gonna put a bowl on top of it. I'm gonna I'll sit on it if I have to. It can't get away. I worked way too hard for that. Uh, you have worked way too hard for this. Uh, let's see what we're going to do. Uh, close combat and strength. Let's see if you can catch it. Wow. So Mavis Jackson gets four successes on a close combat roll. That was amazing. Uh, it gets one on its defense roll. Uh, so you've still got the top of the specimen container and you slam it down over this thing. Like you are getting good at this. And it is renewed in trying to wrestle its way out of this can that you have trapped it in. Yeah, no, no, no. It's got to stay in there because I got to, I, I have to study it. Um, is there any way for me to knock it out? It worked once. Is there any more gas left? Can I put it to sleep? Oh, you totally could. Like that's that's still there. And you see in the area where you have the sleep gas, the the trap that was set into the into the vent system. And you see the trap has been pulled away and the way into the vent system is wide open. But that's also where the gas is. Not in the vent, but in the room next to it. So you could absolutely grab the hose and slide it underneath the uh, specimen jar and just gas the little fucker. Yeah, I definitely want to try and do that. I want to put it back asleep, and then I'll I'll strap it down. I'll strap it down really, really tight. Okay. Can you give me a stamina and strength roll? Mm. Uh, I will need a panic roll. Awesome. So this thing is fighting you every step of the way. You are locked in this lab. The alien thing below you is about to explode. You can't get a hold of anybody. And you just scream. Because you're frustrated. You're very frustrated. You're frightened. This is this is a stressful situation. Uh, your stress level is decreased by one. Um, Jack, can you make a wits and observation for me? Three successes. Excellent. Jack, you hear the scream of somebody echoing from the venting system in the research facility. Somebody's in there still alive. It can only be one person. Uh, That person is not an employee. They are not important. We have to get to the shuttle. Fantastic. So, Mavis... You are able to knock out your little specimen. You get the uh, you get the gas tube under there, and you flick the gas on, and you hold it there until you feel the specimen jar stop shaking. And when you finally feel able to take the thing off, you see that you have got yourself a yellowish brown, eight-legged, almost like crab-legged creature. It's got two big breathing sacks on it, and it's got a tail that looks like a piece of large intestine. The thing is longer than it is. And it is laying wide open on its, for lack of a better term, back. It is not moving. It's fascinating. That's what it is. So what do you do? I want to 
set it up for examination, keep the gas on its face and really strap it down and start um, streaming this entire room to, um, I don't know, someone off world. Like um, I have to have some, some colleague somewhere that, you know, I trust, right? Oh, you absolutely do. Uh, you have some friends that uh, would would love to hear this. They're at a university up on Counterweight Station, and you know that the dishes are already linked towards uh, Counterweight Station. So all you have to do is just hit the transmit button and broadcast to all of your friends what you are doing. Everyone needs to know this. It's so important. And I'm talking as I'm um, describing the scene, what happened, where I found this thing, what I saw, you know, and obviously I'm like freaking out a little bit, man. Like it's fine. But this is, this is the biggest thing that we have discovered this generation. This is fantastic. So as Mavis succumbs to the the fervor of research and this uh, hurried explanation or explanation of the inexplicable, we'll say, the camera pans out and back and towards the communication shack where the communications dishes are definitely not pointed towards Counterweight Station, but to a distant, unknown third party. Miles, you are at the barrel. Mm-hmm. You can hear all around you several of these hissing, whip-tailed creatures. Are they close enough that if I blasted this, they would get in it? Um, yes. I just want to know their distance. Uh, their distance right now is short. They are coming up on you. Mm-hmm. Um, they are in the 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 pursuit slash pounce position. They are ready to strike. Okay. Uh, once I see that, I am going to uh turn to flee while detonating and hope I clear it and they get caught. But I'm probably going to take a little burny burn. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh mobility roll. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm, that's mm-hmm. too bad. Mhm. 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 Uh and you've already used your story point, haven't you? I did. Mm. Well. Okay. That is okay. Uh so go ahead and uh let me see here. I need to find out how much armor they've got. All right. Let's see. Okay. One, two, three, four. So you are going to take four damage. Health? Yes, to health. And you are blasted into the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many health you have left. If you have any left, then you, you survived. If you are right at zero, then you are broken, but you are not dead. Oh, I have six left. Okay, perfect. So you're able to get just out of short range, but you're blasted uh, well out of the blast radius as the uh, critters that were chasing you are consumed. 
in the fiery blast. Don't I have how many health do you get? It said I'm just looking at the sheet. It says ten. Well, let me let me. What look is at my health? Here. I I your strength. I thought. I still all right. Then I have. Well, why does it say ten? Uh, I I have four left. Yes, yes, it would be matched to your strength, and okay. that is that is correct. I have four left. Okay, you have you have four left. So, uh, you are thrown into the uh into the cornfield. Uh, you, uh, roll to a stop against the body of a space cow. And its chest has also got a gaping hole in it, which makes sense, considering what you've just, uh, exploded. Uh, so, Jack and Van, you see another explosion, this time over by the grain elevators. And you can see, uh, more fire as the uh, the fields are starting to catch, but you have reached the shuttle. Uh, Van was rooting through his pockets for the uh, fob that he stole from his dad and like tries to open it as quickly as possible. So as you reach it, you see that the the doors to it are already open. And as you uh, duck inside you see that the interior has been ruined. Electronic wires are ripped out. <clears throat> There's slash marks all over the computer systems. Um, the entire shuttle is a mess. It looks like one of those creatures got in here and just fucking ripped the thing to shreds. Uh, what? Jack, you hit the shuttle door. You see the exact same thing. I just turn us to take a couple steps away. It was like this when I got here. Uh, you couldn't have done this amount of damage in, in this the time we both arrived at the same time. <sighs> Is there a communications equipment here that can reach up to counterweight station? Um, in the shuttle? In the shuttle, in the facility around it. So you would have to go to the communication shack. Uh, there would be communications capable in the shuttle of reaching counterweight station. However, those have been destroyed by the quote unquote alien beast. We got to try and make a call. Well, give your phone. No, an off planet call up to the station to have somebody come down here and pick us up. Is there a safe spot? Is there a safe spot to stay? I thought well, the shuttle would be. So did I, son. And as it has turned out to not be that case, I don't know if there is a safe place to say. Can we at least shut the doors or like a override thing? And Van will start looking for like a red handle to pull to, I don't know, shut it nicely. While the shuttle is not flight worthy, yes, you could probably close the doors and hole up inside it. Until help arrived. But we don't know when help is going to arrive yet. Correct. All right, we need to let them know where they can come get us, and then we'll hold up inside the shuttle. I take that back. You do know. Because settlers are scheduled to arrive at 0900. 
And they'll be coming to this landing pad, this where the shuttle is? They're coming to this whole facility, so yes. There's enough people to actually, you know, move in and make this a functional outpost. Okay, cool. Alright, let's let's hold up inside the shuttle. And he's gonna reach down to his watch and uh can interact with my, my item and reduce my stress by one. Remember you also have those drugs to eliminate your stress. Uh, and then on my watch, I'm going to push like a, an SOS transponder beacon on it so that when they land here, they know to come get me. Oh, I like it. And uh, Van finds the red handle, pulls the handle, and the entry doors he come. He waits for a minute before pulling. Oh, he does. Okay. Why is that? Should we wait for Miles? He's supposed to be here. This is the kind of thing we can unlock from the inside, right, to allow him in? Uh, yes, but it would take a while. If he gets here and he's not immediately in danger, we can unlock the door and let him in. If he's here and immediately in danger, we can't let him in because then they will get us too. We have to lock it down. I feel like that's an empathy roll from me. Uh, yes, it would be. How would I roll just uh, could I give him there was something about not commanding, but like I want to influence this role because I am your father and I know what's best. <laughs> right. Um it would be a command role. I can't press empathy. Do I just roll three D six plus stress? Um uh, good job, Jack. Uh I'll need a panic roll from you. Uh let's see here. Um, yeah. um, you can hit the base dice and then, uh, which is under the panic button and then just your, uh, number of empathy dice. One success. You do not close that door. You don't want to leave poor miles out in the cold. Jack panic roll. Uh, I got two successes. Can I overrule him on that? Uh, you need to make the panic roll first. 15. You nice. are. Go ahead. I just said nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so fifteen is catatonic. So your son defies you in your moment of perfect lucidity, and it's just it's it's enough the your your chance at at being promoted to the executive board is gone in so much smoke people have died here under your watch and the outpost is overrun with these strange malevolent creatures and the one thing you want your son to do which is to save the both of you he actively refuses he just white knuckles starts seeing red and just down he goes. Uh, Miles, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, I think it probably uh, takes a minute to uh, kind of get my bearings, um, check and see how injured I am, and if there's anything I can do to help mitigate it. Um, you know, as 
as the damage goes, mm-hmm. it's not critical. You're still fully functional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you've you've shrugged off worse in your time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then surveying the damage done uh, uh, to the other creatures, not to me. Uh, right. So the creatures that you coaxed into the range of the explosion have been vaporized. Like they are, they are dead. There are scorch marks, acid splashes all over the concrete, which is currently sizzling and bubbling away. Mm-hmm. For the moment, you see no other creatures. You detect no other creatures. But there are flames rising in the field where you are. The corn is catching fire. Mm-hmm. And it will only be a matter of time before it hits the grain silo and the grain silo cooks off. Okay. Um, I don't see anybody. Um, I do remember that they said to meet at the shuttle. So I'm going to yes. make my way back to the shuttle. Okay. Donovan. You do see the figure of somebody in the fog approaching the shuttle. I don't think so, because he's going to be like trying to slap his father awake or something. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Hit dad. She's like, Dad, what? What's wrong? Get up! You're what? Stop it! Miles, you can hear uh, something happening in the shuttle itself. The doors are open. You can hear that people are inside. You may also be muted. Oh, uh, I just want to like uh, sneakily, because uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why there's that panic yelling and all of that. So I'm I'm going to be kind of slow and see what's happening. Okay, um, give me a um, mobility and agility roll, which is our catch-all for all sneaking and activity. Mm. Van mm. is going to start searching for a med kit or something in here. Okay, okay. Uh, that would be standard issue on an atmospheric shuttle. So, yeah, you'll be able to find one. He doesn't know how to use it, but he looks for something labeled like smelling salts or like a defibrillator. Maybe that'll wake him up. Um, something. Uh, let's see. You do see... Um, a bottle nab- labeled uh, Nap Relief. And the text on the bottle says something about um, mood stabilizer. Maybe that would do something. Oh, yeah, it's a pill? Yes. Uh, that doesn't... Okay. Although, if you can justify it to me, I will allow that to be a hypospray, and you can just like smack him with it and auto-inject. I mean, it's the space future. It is. Yeah, I like the idea of that. Let's, uh, there, there is a bottle of it that is a pill. And those, like, not even a bottle, it's those, you know, that, those foil packets that you tear open for single serves. But there is also a auto injector that looks like it's got some sort of, um, like it's not morphine, it's not medics, but it's it's something that's guaranteed to calm somebody the fuck down if they're having a panic. All right, well Van's going to try and read the instructions because he doesn't know how this thing works. So the instructions are very simple. It says uh first pull off the red cap and then uh 
grab this like you're grabbing uh, a knife or an ice pick. <laughs> Stab into the leg. And then press the white button on top. He follows those instructions. All right, Jack, you can get rid of all your stress. And you're feeling pretty good. Just a big... <sighs> what was that? I don't know. Is my heart racing or anything like that? Or is it just kind of... Uh, not now. It is 100% baseline. Absolutely nothing can go wrong. It's like you're waking up from a terrible dream. I had this terrible dream. Then I notice I'm in the shuttle. Like, what happened here? Let's... This, this oh, no. Ripped it up. It was not a dream at all. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and add a stress back just because it's not yeah. a dream at all. That's, that's probably for the best. Yeah. All right. On the doorway of the shuttle, you hear. Where are the others? Uh, I think it's more of a little. <laughs> um, <laughs> Donovan will see Miles and like dive for a hug. You're alive. Uh, I will pick up my gun. <laughs> wow. This escalated in all kinds of ways. I didn't point um, it at you. But. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got an awkward pat on, on the boy's back. I'm, I'm fine. And then Donovan is going to start shutting the door. Uh, Jack, give me a uh, observation roll, please. Oh, good. Two. Two successes. So you see that uh, Miles is kind of the worst for wear. Like, he's been kind of scorched. He's been kind of beat up. Um, it looks like he was caught in one of the two explosions that you've recently seen. But the thing that you notice is that he's not bleeding. Or he's not bleeding blood. It's it's white. It's uh, like a synthetic blood. Some kind of synthetic fluid that a synthetic would synthetically bleed. Yeah, so that that's a stress, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what else that is? What's that? <laughs> I noticed this, and as soon as my boy goes for the door, I just point the gun at Miles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, base damage for that pistol is one, and that's one extra damage, so... Oh, um, sorry, I forgot that it's also uh, 2d6 for the gun itself, which doesn't matter. Uh, so, Miles, you will take two more damage. Okay. Um, Jack has shot you. Wow. I guess I'm going to have to um, wrench to his head. I guess so. Uh, so close if, combat? Yep, close combat. I don't know the damage on the wrench, so that's up to you, sir. Uh, base damage is one for that range, I believe. Well, let me tell you, it's not going to matter a whole lot. So I roll my armor, right? Um, yes. Oh. Uh, cool. so that'll that'll uh, reduce it to the base. And I'm finding that base to make sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a one. Uh, it's not going to matter. I have two strength, so I believe that means I have two health. 
Uh, that is correct. Alright, uh, I have a thing that I can try here. Uh, I have this talent called personal safety. Yes, you where, do. Where if I am attacked or otherwise end up in fatal danger, and if another friendly PC or NPC is within short range, uh, I can Which make Make well, is Donovan, my loving, caring son, a friendly and friendly PC? He just went to hug me. When's the last time you got a hug? I mean, he just brought me back to life, so I think that outranks your hug. <laughs> uh, that does, yes. He would be friendly, and he is in short range. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to push my manipulation button. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... Nailed it, by the way. Just just want to let you know I'm still here. Still <laughs> Watching with bated breath. As Jack rolls uh, to four, six, uh, nine dice, it gets just one uh, panic button. Panic button, a four. So together, okay. Uh, I will push that roll, adding another stress, quickly cranking my stress back up okay. to attempt to to have my son save me. Hey, one, one success. success. Uh, what does the full talent say? Uh, straight roll, not opposed, does not count as an action. Uh, you succeed, so you see the threat coming, and you find a clever way to make the other characters suffer the attack or hazard instead of you. So, your stress goes up one. You have succeeded. Yep. Save me, boy! Save your father! But doesn't that mean he takes the damage, then? Uh, Van would take the damage, yes. So, Van will dive towards Miles and try and tackle him to the ground while he gets hit in the head or something with the wrench? Uh, That is correct. And because it was one success, it would be one... um, It would be one damage. One, one, One health. Do I roll my armor? Uh, no, because the armor has already been rolled. Got it. All right, I took one damage. That's you it. took one damage. So, uh, Miles, you have smacked Donovan in the noggin as he has heroically uh, interposed himself between you and his father. What's going on? He's a synth. Kaplow. Are you shooting again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, with your son right there? I mean, yeah. I trust that I can uh, not hit him. <laughs> wow. Okay, so if if you fail, if you get, way, boy. if you get an <laughs> alien, then he's taking the hit. If I get an alien, or if I fail, if you get an alien, he's taking the hit. Can I spend a story point in process <laughs> to not shoot my boy? Uh, you can spend. You can spend a story point in order to automatically hit. Yes. Okay. But I can still roll to upstage the damage. Uh, a story point would add a success in that case, yes. Okay. Because I've got all this stress now that I can uh, I can spend to, to get more dice. Uh-oh. Uh, that's an alien. It's an alien. That was a story point. Still uh, roll panic? 
No, you can use a story point to mitigate the panic. Cool. So you have one extra success, so that would be two damage. All right. So that puts me down then. Um, so in that case, it is going to be... Let's see if I was... I don't have any armor or anything to... Girls. You don't, but because you are a synth, mm-hmm. um, the critical hit table for you is different. Oh, okay. Donovan's dress goes up a point. Uh, yeah. Somebody just got shot, like right in front of you. Yeah, um, your bro. Your yeah. bro just got shot. The buddy. Your buddy. You just let your dad kill me. Way to go. I mean, you just <laughs> download your personality. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here are the rules for synthetics. Uh, synthetics generally have higher attribute scores. We know this. Androids cannot push skill rolls. They do not suffer stress. They never make panic rolls. Damage. If a synthetic is broken, which is where you're at, you are going to roll for a critical injury on a 1d6 table. Until you suffer a system shutdown, you continue to operate only suffering the effects of the critical injury. You have rolled a two. Um, He has shot you in the leg. Your leg servos are destroyed. You can now only stay prone and can only crawl. But that means you can still strangle somebody. Yeah. And I believe I have a child in my hand. You do! So guess who's getting choked out? Uh, is it is it Donovan? Yes. Close combat? Uh yeah, it would be close combat. Do I oppose? Uh you know what? Yes. Give me a second. I can't push a roll, but I have true get grit that says I can push a roll. So no, I can't push a roll. You can't push a roll. Okay. Uh um you can so you can use a fast action and you will roll your own close combat. Uh, to to block. So if you can roll, or after being a <laughs> shot right next to me, Donovan knows he needs to back off, and I have the dodge ability, which lets me use mobility instead of close combat. Okay, so you're getting away. I'm just gonna get foe after my dad just shot right next to me. Roll it. Oh, what? Kind of good. Kind of good. Kind of good. Uh, good. Let's let's resolve the panic roll in the uh, normal manner. A twelve. What the fuck, Dad? You just shot at me. Uh, son. So, Getting the monster. Uh, Donovan is is doing the scream. He's doing a heckin' scream. He's he's yelling at his father. Uh, your stress level is decreased by one. Uh, Jack, you will need to make a panic roll. Seven is uh, nervous twitch. Uh, so your stress level goes up, and Donovan's goes up by one. Uh, Miles, you're an enemy android, so it doubly doesn't matter to you. So yes, for those listening, obviously, Miles is a secret android and is running counter to our intrepid quote-unquote heroes. He's trying to murder a kid who has... Um, he's screaming as uh, this this android's crawling for him. Uh, so I'm going to do a thing 
Yeah, still is. Whoever I get to first, either one of them. That's fair. That's fair. And that is going to be... So, I don't know if anybody could hear. Probably not. Um, But... After after two bullets in a close area? What? What? (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing but a bunch of screaming. Uh, Miles, you can sense this. Um, The tussle has brought something to the shuttle. And behind you in the open door, uh, there are three long claws that grip around the edge of the hatchway, and then three more on the other side. Oh, Miles can sense this. Miles, Miles can sense is it. Just gonna look at Jack, smile, and then play possum. He's just gonna drop eyes shut. Looks like he's just shut down. And yeah, one of the drones will creep its way in and it sets its sightless eyes on Jack and then moves to look at Donovan. So I'm going to run up to my boy, put my arm around him, hold him close, hold his his head to my chest as I look at these monsters. I always loved you, son, and I shoot him in the head. Uh, give me an empathy roll, please. I I would argue that this is way better than the mauling he's about to receive from these monsters. I absolutely agree. Um, but I want to see if your courage fails you in the last moments. How can I push that? I guess I can just push this medical aid that I have zero dots in. Um, if if you look on the sheet underneath the panic button, you have base dice. Hit that button and enter your empathy oh. four. Uh, do you have any story points left? No, I used one to sh- to not shoot him earlier. So I put, I put, go to put the gun against his head, and I'm just like, I don't know. Do you say something to make me not shoot you? What? Uh, so Donovan's pissed at his dad for shooting Miles, or shooting essentially shooting Donovan. And, or that's how he sees it anyway. And he's going to like wiggle free and uh, run, yeah, I guess run to the other edge, end of the shuttle, picking up his skateboard. Uh, so you've got your skateboard, you're in the cockpit, uh, leaving your father alone. With a corpse and a xenomorph. Yes. Donovan, no! And the, uh, I rolled a three on my 1d6, which is deadly grab. The beast is going to launch through the air and grab at its victim. It will attack with 10 base dice, damage one. If it hits, it immediately drags them into a neighboring zone, dumping them on the floor. Victim is prone, drops all handheld items, and must make an immediate panic roll. He moves. The drone follows the movement. That is two successes. Donovan, you break free. Jack yells, Donovan, no. 
and you feel claws around your shoulders as you are ripped out of the shuttle and thrown into the fog. Your skateboard is gone. I need you to make a panic roll. Sorry, I'm thrown out of the shovel? shovel? That's right. The The drone grabbed you and threw you out of the shuttle as you tried to get away. Oh. Flee. I reduce my stress. Uh, you reduce your stress. Uh, so you slide to a stop, get to your feet, and you uh, run into the fog, into the darkness. Jack, you are... Uh, I wouldn't say you're alone in the shuttle, because my no. own there. But it's also aliens here. Uh, that, yes, your memory serves you well. Uh, you see all the tail whipping around as it turns around and uh, looks at you again. I mean, I'm in a tiny cockpit shuttle, and this thing is probably between me and the exit. True. Uh, I take the only way out I have. Okay. Uh, do I have to empathy roll to to, to shoot myself? Uh, what's your panic at? What's your stress at? Five. No, I think, I think at five, I think, I think I have tortured you enough. (laughs) Now, I think it would have been really great if I let you shoot your son, but instead I stole him from you. So the only thing. He's super dead. Yeah, he's super dead. So, yeah. Uh, you, uh, you eat your gun. There is, uh, in the fog. Instead of eating my gun, I crack a tooth in my mouth and begin seizing up and fall over as I gurgle forth something. Because that's cyanide. Yeah, it feels appropriate, right? Uh, yeah, it does feel appropriate. Uh, so meanwhile, as this has been going on, uh, Mavis. You have discovered that and broadcasted that this creature is, as I said, it is brown, has tough skin, eight legs. Uh, it has two sacks, which are inflating, deflating. They're oxygen sacks, so very clearly this is breathing. Uh, it has a large proboscis. And the tail is entirely muscle. And it looks like it is capable of just like wrapping itself around, uh, around something. And the proboscis is in the center of the body. So from what you can see, this thing eats by leaping, by propelling itself with its powerful tail at something, wrapping its eight crab-like legs around it, and then feasting, uh, by, by like it's hugging it to death. If that makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. It's some kind of, it seems like an arachnid, but it, it, it also can't be like a, a crab. It, it's some kind of like undersea. I wonder, uh, I wonder if these things were, they, when they developed, if they were ocean dwelling, uh, what, what, what planet they come from? That is a very good question. Um, can you give me wits and observation? And at this point, you can eliminate. Uh, how much stress do you have right now? I have seven. 
uh, drop it to five. Oh, four successes. That's great. So as you've been doing this, um, you've heard explosions outside. You've hear, heard a lot of screeching from other larger creatures. You've heard some yelling. And then you've heard nothing but silence. But as you are are uh, talking about this discovery that you've made, the hairs on the back of your neck, on your on your arms, the goosebumps, they've been continually rising. You've been in this 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 kind of electrified um state, like the air is just electric. And you remember that down in the ship, those those blisters were were filling. They were lighting up. Um. You have about 25 seconds until it goes critical and everybody dies. You are, are cognizant of this. What do you say? What do you do? Is there any kind of like lockbox situation I would like to preserve my specimen so that you know, hopefully it does not get blown up. Yes. Um, there is the specimen container that you appropriated from the vessel. It seems to be very sturdy. It is not made of an alloy that you recognize, and it seems to be incredibly tough. You can stuff it back in there. Absolutely. And the whole time that I'm doing that, I'm talking to whoever is listening on this stream. I'm telling them, you know, make sure you tell my nieces I say goodbye, that I love them, that I did all of this for them. And they, they, they can tell my story. Um, it was harrowing how I was, had to be away from them, from my family for years and years, but it was all worth it in the end because look at what I discovered. Nice. And Donovan, where are you running to? He's running to the nearest shack. So happens that's the grain elevator. There's no shack near the landing pad? I mean, there's the maintenance shed, but it's fairly wide open. Oh. You can go there if you want. So he wants to find somewhere to hide. Okay. That's his main goal. Like, the grain elevator's not going to have somewhere to hide. Like that's again. true. Uh, you can probably find like, oh, you know what? In the maintenance shed, Miles kept a refrigerator there, and yes. those things are super sturdy. Yes. So he knows there's one there, and he's going to run to it as quickly as possible and uh, climb into it to hide. Okay. Slide shut. And you are alone in the cool darkness. What do you do? Well, he pulls out his piece of paper that he has. has a little note. He can't read it because it's dark. But he knows it's a letter he got from someone asking, Donovan, will you go out with Stacy? Yes, no, circle. To calm himself down. Or at least start. Because that's better than crying. Well... He doesn't need to read it because he knows what it says by heart. Yes. And he circled yes because he had some time to think of it. And uh, Miles, 
Um, Jack is dead before you. He has committed suicide. The drone has picked up the body by the head, sniffed it, and dragged it back out of the shuttle with it. What are your final thoughts? Final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts are uh, the research uh, center and that um, the controls I was working. When is that should be doing something at some point? And I need to get somewhere safe. I should probably make my way to comms. Uh, so you'll be able to crawl your way mm-hmm. towards comms. Okay. I'm going to wait for an event to happen, and then when it does, I'll put out a distress call. Okay. So all of these things happen concurrently. Uh, Van finds solace in the cool darkness where it is safe for the moment. Miles finds a uh, place near the comm console so he can be prepared to send a distress beacon, and Mavis sends a tearful final transmission to the depths of space. And everybody experiences a blinding white flash as the engineer vessel that Miles had set to self-destruct finally hits the overload. The ship and its reactor goes supercritical and it explodes in a fusion explosion. It levels everything. There is no evidence left behind. Yes, it's twice as critical. Supercritical is twice as critical. Thank you, Jack. It lights up the night sky. It burns away the fog. And as the fallout uh, recedes, a dropship approaches, and all they find is a crater and a shiny, bright specimen container that sounds like it has something inside it. And so a member of the crash team lands and picks this thing up and looks at it, puts his hand to his earpiece and says, we've got one sample. We're coming back to counterweight. And as he turns away and gets on the dropship, the camera closes on the seam of that specimen container as it slips open and a crab-like claw curls around the edge of the canister. And I think that's a fitting enough ending for this Halloween run of Alien. Good job, Mavis, getting everybody killed. I was helping. It was helpful. All because of this cow. All because of a space cow. (laughs) Damn space cow, man. I tried my best. You did. Um, So this, of course, like I said, this wasn't any um, like pre-made pack. This is something I just came up with. Um, How did you? We've we've played this twice before. How did you enjoy this one? Can't trust Jupiter. (laughs) That that is a good takeaway. Yeah. Yep. 
What, RC? This is your first time playing it. What do you think? Uh, I, <laughs> I think explosives should be uh, not given to random blue-collar fuckheads who will blow up the good doctor. <laughs> uh, I wasn't planning to blow up the doctor. The doctor ran over my bomb that was there to kill the aliens. Okay. <laughs> this is this is this is the this is the uh uh labor version of uh cold gun Alec cold gun I oh, didn't God, put it out too to soon. kill you I put it out <laughs> to that? kill aliens and my other one I successfully killed some uh, What do you want a cookie? You blew me the fuck up. Like <laughs> you blew you the fuck up. I didn't blow you the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that is the fun part about Alien is that the alien kills very few people. It's man <laughs> or android is the most dangerous uh, beast of them all. And I didn't give me that secret agenda. Nope. I he I as me. I as GM did give everybody a secret agenda. Uh, speaking of which, uh, everybody gets a story point for the next time we do this. Yeah. Yay! Story um, point. I will. What we'll do is mark the story point on your martial characters. Okay. And the next time we run this, we will run the martial characters. Because I have a scenario in mind for that when we remember to do this before Halloween 2022. So mm -hmm. it's ready to drop on Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry. Done. A little burp there. I came through. My bad. So what was everybody's secret agenda? I'm dying to know what Mavis's was. Uh, there's something here. You know it. Soil samples and atmospheric data don't add up. So you faked the results and sent the all clear to counterweight station so the rest of the team would leave. Uninterrupted, you were close to making a breakthrough before the others arrived. Now you just need to find the real reason behind the shape of the crescent and why it exists in a biome that can't support it. And maybe shut up that corporate rat and his punk kid along the way. <laughs> oh my god, it's so nasty. You're so bad. It's amazing, darling. Yeah, yeah right. it, you did. Yeah. You did absolutely great with this. Yeah, you uh, uh -huh. you you played the researcher to the hilt. Like, yeah, this is uh -huh. absolutely a researcher in the alien universe. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. I liked really like uh, things happening pretty immediately. Whereas you know before, since we've been a little bit slower, like I liked uh -huh. really getting into the action and you know being the devil quickly. Yeah, yeah, getting started quick. I I like doing that, and we'll do that more in the future. Yeah, I feel like we could, we could we could have maybe done this better if we started earlier on the first day. I think that would have been like a lot better. Yeah, you know, um, I think that's, that that's also very important. Uh, we will be sure to set reminders for the cast who did not show up on time to be able to show up on time in the future. Right. What was everybody else's secret agenda? Mine was like, I'm just trying to like domesticate or find one of these things, get some research done. Nothing like crazy. Not like I faked the data. <laughs> I secretly kind of want to do well in science. It's like, of end, Miles. Uh, I had this sucks. Uh, you were flown out here with your father with the expectation you would learn to be a model corporate citizen, but there's nothing to do. Worse, this that stupid Mavis who tutored you up at counterweight is here and is likely hiding something. 
Just like you are, you've got a collection of stolen items, chief among which, chief among which is your father's shuttle fob. Now, you just need something from everyone else to complete the collection and show off just how badass you are to the rest of your friends. Once you got off world, anyway. So that's why you stole from me, you little <laughs> bastard? <laughs> uh uh, Miles, uh, his was, you're already an unknown to Wayu and to the outpost team as a synth. But the real secret is that you're from the Union of Progressive Peoples. There's something here that doesn't add up, and High Command wants it handled. Whatever is here, the outpost, the research station, what they're researching, destroy it. All of it. Communist Android. Yep. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, and uh, so when Mavis sent off the final communication, uh, Miles had already sent an update to High Command, and that's why the dishes weren't aimed at Counterweight Station. It was aimed at the communists, so now they know exactly what was down there, and that will come into play in a future campaign. Thank you, Mavis. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Mine was Corporate HQ and Counterweight sent you out here not only to get things running, but to investigate the rest of the setup crew. Mavis and Aces have been here longer than anyone else as part of the research team, and HQ just knows they're hiding something. Something big. Something that will get you onto the executive board. You need to find it and bring it back any way you can. So, what I intended to see as as the Geiger counter was that we were going to find a an egg. RC was going to try to birth the egg somehow, <clears throat> probably by like infecting Donovan. Uh, Donovan was going to wake up, steal the rest of the stuff, try and get off planet with the help of his father, and then the infestation would happen there. And Miles would clean everything up. So all of this would just kind of uh, converge. And uh, instead, I'm like, you know what? We don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So Space Cow (laughs) came into play. And everybody still played to the hill. It still worked out really well. Um, The next time we do this, it's going to be less intrigue and more getting getting right into it, trying to figure out how to how to outsmart the alien to see if you can survive, and and people can walk away, but nobody's walking away from this one. I don't think anybody's walked away from any of them. Um, yeah, Jupiter did on the first one. Uh, so did Michael. Oh, that's right. Oh, you are correct. But in the first one, Jupiter was a synth again, so not actually a person. So oh. synths are OP, is what you're saying. Uh, yes. Also, Jupe also played the synth in the second game after her initial character was killed by an alien. So Jupe has technically p- played a synth in all three games, and a secret synth in two of them. So you're saying you have a... T- Look, I'm new to this shit. She tricked you <laughs> motherfuckers again. <laughs> <laughs> oh... She didn't trick us. Everybody knew going in. <laughs> it's just that our characters needed to, like... As soon as she showed up, bleeding white goop, I, I plow plow. 
next time it won't even be white goop. It'll just be Jeep shows up, blah, blah. <laughs> so I go out to see Miles working on the, the generator, and I just come up behind him, put the gun to his head, and fucking pull the trigger. <laughs> I will I will dump stat empathy. I will. <laughs> <laughs> now that you understand how it works, yeah. Well, wow. I, I knew how it worked beforehand, but this shooting what Donovan wasn't oh. like cold blood in my eyes. It was much more like he's going to be eaten by these monsters. We're in a tight shuttle with nowhere to go, and there's multiples of them. I'm not. We're not getting away. It was just you exerting your control over your son once again. Yeah, he wow. died. Wow. I will decide how you die. Yeah, Van died much more calmly inside a refrigerator. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, all of a sudden there was just nothing as it exploded. And right. I, to say that I, I thought I had zoned out for a second in a previous game when uh, Jeep was going around like fucking shit up. I'm like, man, what the, I must have missed. I, I don't. I thought I was paying attention. Now she's like fucking up all the shuttles for no reason. Like not even to build some like apparatus. She's not salvaging, and she's just fucking shit up. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, man, I must I have missed something for no reason. And uh, no, I think <laughs> well, my first thought was, oh shit, I zoned out and I fucking missed the impetus for like, I guess she thinks we're gonna leave her here or some shit. Or like, mm-hmm. no, just for the fucking fifth column, you know. <laughs> so, God damn it! Can't yeah. trust anybody in this world today, man. No, Ma'am, you can't. When did you suspect I was synth? Just before the game even started, you figured I'd go that way. But suspect you were synth, or suspected you would betray us? Synth. Synth specifically, not until the end. Okay. Because like you could just be a. a a betrayer and not be a synth. Mm-hmm. But when you showed up as a synth to like bleeding white goop, mm-hmm. there was plausible deniability for me to shoot the shit out of you instead of just, oh, hey, welcome back. And then you murder me by, you know, being a synth. Yeah, I should have gotten in that shuttle before Fan woke you. Gave you that injection, and then just you know offed one of you, yeah. and then off the other one. I should have done that. That way, I would have uh, completed my my agenda. I mean, you to kill all of us. Well, yes, I had to eliminate okay. everybody. That was my agenda. Eliminate yeah. everything. Witness. Did I act? Did, wait, did I accidentally die? As oh my god, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, shit, that that worked out kind of. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, good times. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah, Always I knew. Good time. I knew Miles was the bad guy as soon as Jupe tried to leave Donovan's side. Like because wow, because what? well, when you kept trying to get Donovan just go away or like essentially like no, we need to split up and do things better and do this and that. Like you're always pushing, but at the very start. When we made characters, you're the one who suggested Donovan and Miles be friends. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things you do is try and push me away. I'm like, oh, she's the bad guy. Aw, he felt rejected and therefore I was the evil one. Yeah. Or your asshole of a dad was riding my ass to get everything done. And I need no. time to do that. I can't just sit here and futz around with you, kid. You would think as an android that doesn't need to eat, sleep, or do other bodily functions, <laughs> you'd be able to get it done. <laughs> Oh, I got it done. Yep. 
got it done. So, um, yeah, final thoughts. I had a great time. Um, y'all, it's going to be really hard to do any type of campaign out of this because it is so easy to die. I'm a little upset. My one goal was to survive. Hmm. I got so close. That's a pretty lawdy goal in this game. That's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> I knew the explosion was going to happen, but I didn't realize it would be that big. I'm like, yes, I can hide in the refrigerator and pull that Indiana what, episode four of Indiana yeah. Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be great. And then it just vaporized. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, <clears throat> I think I put too many, uh, I put too many irons in the fire. Like I had too many things going at once, all moving to the same thing. I could have kept with the, the engineer ship. I could have kept with just the alien Instead, I did both. And that probably slowed things down. So I think next time we'll do more of a, uh, well, I've got thoughts on that. Um, we'll probably just focus on the Xenos or, uh, the black goo that has been now vaporized in the air and is airborne. So that'll be great. Yeah. I don't think this lends itself to a campaign. And even the alien world is one where humans don't really like put up a fight. They just get their ass kicked. It's just about surviving, maybe hopefully by bullshit until you can escape. You don't like, you don't win. It's not like Starship Troopers where you can show up and fight it out. You just lose. Um, in, in most cases, yeah. Um, so there is a full campaign. There is a full Marine campaign that they released. And for that, they say you are making a company of Marines. Like basically you are Baker company. You create all of those Marines and those, that's your character pool as you go through and do these missions and complete this campaign, like they expect that you're going to chew through all of these by the end of it. Yeah. I don't think that works well for like an actual play sort of thing. Uh, yeah. no, it wouldn't. Um, so for aliens specifically, we'll continue to just do little one-offs. And as you guys get more comfortable with, with the system throughout the years, uh, you'll know how quickly you're able to backstab or otherwise try and survive. It it didn't seem super hard. I mean, I'm sure there's some mechanical aspects, or maybe you ran like super narrativity. Like I I, I just found out in the past hour, there's quick actions and slow actions. <laughs> I mean, the basic idea I can kind of understand, right? So right. So um, um, if you want to live, RC, don't run into explosives. Thank you. Just thought I'd let you know. <sighs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the next time we do it, uh, your characters will be, uh, better prepared. They still will be unfamiliar with what they're seeing, but they will know a little bit about what happened here. And you will have some knowledge that something is not right here. And that will help you when you solve the mystery that is set out for you. I do have one thing that I think could help on a campaign mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Like, okay, so you have you, you run this story, okay? 
cool. And then there is a segue that you, in this particular instance, and everyone's dead, you would have sort of, uh, and this is what happened, blah, blah, and he would set up the sequel, right? You know, mm-hmm. with a one alien egg cascades across the top of the atmosphere, some kind of horseshit. You know, boom. Then great. Then that's the start of the next episode, more or less, in some way. Or if a player actually survived, their PC continues on. Right, and you and have this sort of like soap opera story, right? So, right, and that's that was the campaign idea that I originally had was I've created this world, LV eleven thirteen, and the campaign is the story of its fall, and this is the very first episode of that where something is not right on the planet, and the research post found it, and now they have allegedly wiped it out. And then a little bit, they, they, people on, on the world at the, at the sheriff's outpost know something happened. They know the company went out there <clears throat> and they may find additional things if they go investigate. Like maybe they will find a fridge and Van survived. Maybe they'll find what's left of Miles. Maybe they'll find, uh, Mavis's cell phone recording. Ah. And that was because that was the idea is, you know, I have a West Marches style campaign. I bring in people. We run the game. Whoever survives moves on to the next one. Whoever doesn't goes back in the pool until their their name is called again. Now, the only problem with that is a single session uh, from start to finish. That was a one act play took three recording sessions to do. Basically, it was nine hours. And that's the biggest reason why it doesn't work that well as a West Marshall style campaign is because it takes so long. I see. But right. with with every game, the people know more and more until finally at the end, it's like, I don't care what you create. You know exactly what's coming for you. How do you prepare for it? Well, whatever you guys think. Um, I signed up for the fantasy – or not the fantasy football. Uh, the uh, Tigertana. I signed up for Tigertana. Mm-hmm. So when do we do the thing? Like when do we get dealt our card or whatever our person? I will have those uh, for you. I'll DM you who you got on the fifteenth. So there you go. Have a month to get it to them. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, what's the last one I asked too? Oh yeah, and that was, that was it. That was it. I know that's, that's all we had going on. The only irons we had in the fire. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I'll go ahead and kill Craig now. Uh, everybody, thanks for playing. You guys. Make this amazing. You're the reason why I want to run this system. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Thanks for running. Yay! Jupe kill Craig after killing everybody else. <laughs> right? That would be great. Wow. Um, so th- this is this is Halloween 2021. Uh, we will see you for Halloween 2022. On Halloween. With, on, on Halloween. <laughs> It'll all be there. You'll get a, a listening extravaganza. Um, I will spend the year trying to perfect my Vincent Price voice. Who's Vincent Price? Oh my God! My God. God, Jesus! Jesus Christ! Strike five! You're up to he five dies strikes first now. Next time, <laughs> Jesus! I'm gonna put a bullet in his face next All time. Right. All right, I'm putting a bullet in Craig. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.